Hey, good morning. It is Friday, September 10th. A very happy National Swap Idea Day to you, Kelly Collins. <laughs> that is one for the creative souls, isn't it? Totally. I think that's like when you say something, but my man ears are closed and I don't hear it. And then I say it later on as my own idea. That's what they mean, right? <laughs> something like that. We celebrate that all the time. <laughs> But I'm working on it, I promise. Live Broadcasting around the Beltway and beyond, it's Tommy and Kelly made in DC on the Real Fun DC channel and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcast. As we get started this morning, you might have seen because you can see it for 60 miles around the pillar of light that came out of the Pentagon last night. It'll be lit up in the sky through early Sunday morning commemorating in D.C. one of the many ways it's happening, the 20th anniversary of 9-11 uh, this weekend, which will be tomorrow. As a matter of fact, we're recording this on Friday morning. So that 60-mile-away uh, view, if the skies are clear, it's a 18,000-foot beam of light that's going up from the Pentagon. I'm actually glad that you said that because if you are 60 miles away, you might be like, what the heck is going on there? Right. <laughs> right. I mean, that's, you can see it from Baltimore. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, it's pretty impressive. That's, that's a beautiful way to commemorate it. Plenty of other um, really uh, poignant and there's a bunch of different kinds of ways to remember and reflect on the 20th anniversary of 9-11. There's a 5k going on in Arlington. Uh, again, this year, the flags on the buildings in Arlington are, are for unfurled down the side of the building. There's that concert later on tonight um, at the Lincoln Memorial from Come From Away. A bunch of different small towns and communities are finding their own ways to commemorate the 20th anniversary. Very nice. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters had quite a night last night. And by Dave Grohl had quite a night last night, I mean the communications team for the 930 Club <laughs> had quite a night last night. You right. played that opening concert and then he did more than play music, right, Kel? Yeah, he totally did. I went on this morning to kind of see, like, I'm like, what did he do? What did he perform? Like, how, what, what was it? What was the response? What was the vibe like? And, you know, people had a great time, enjoyed a great show. He was playing for a couple hours and then he, like, spilled the beans. Um, this is what we know so far. Uh, apparently, the old 930 Club is coming back. The original spot now is um, actually a J. Crew store, which just says so much how the city has evolved over the last several decades. <laughs> Dave Grohl specifically loved that piece. Yes. Um, but they are like sort of rebooting and making like a sort of a satellite uh, 930 club to be more of that smaller, intimate space right next door to the original 930 club. Um, and he kind of spilled the beans about that. I don't really know what that means. I'm sure the communications team was not expecting because they said that they were supposed to announce it today. Um, <laughs> so there will be some formal press release with more details coming soon. Uh, but Dave Grohl's like, yeah, you know what? Nirvana's performed at the 930 Club. REM had their first performance at the 930 Club. Like, we're bringing it back. That's amazing. Yeah. And so we don't know anything about it yet, but it sounds like it's going to be a smaller room off to the already current 930 club which is the second 930 club because the original 930 club is a jake crew but the other 930 club is by the former 930 club next to the current 930 club <laughs> correct perfect okay great <laughs> glad but, we're all on the same page but i'm just wondering that we were talking about uh, listening ears earlier in the show like i'm not sure like the fans really like because you're there at the show you're just like rocking out and you're listening you're like in the you know, like it's loud, <laughs> you know, totally. like, wait, what did he just say? Like, in between songs. <laughs> right? Yeah. J crew and nine thirty club. <laughs> like what's happening. I love a good collab. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> so that's exciting. And, and you know what? Anytime we can celebrate that live music venues, especially IMP with their, you know, they're an independent small, smaller than than a lot of the larger uh, arenas is opening up another location is incredible. Yep. Given the, given the year that they've had. And it'll give them a place to have, if it's going to be like a hundred something seat room, they don't really have that because they had Lincoln Theater, but I'm not sure what the situation there is. And that's even smaller than Lincoln Theater. So yeah, a lot of really small, cool bands and performers can get a start there. Or like, could you imagine if, if like Dave Grohl played for a hundred people? <laughs> no, can't. I mean, last night he played for like 2000 and people were coming unstitched. And tickets were really hard to get. Yes. Would, I mean, that would, a hundred would sell out and a nanosecond yes for sure also big honors for uh two of the dc area's uh best chefs food and wine magazine which apparently is a big deal because people are freaking out about this food and wine magazine recommendation uh they have honored chef Paolo velez and chef angel barreto uh the dc chefs for their incredible work calling them 2021's best new chefs which i do have a little bit of a problem with because this is like Someone who's on their third album having like best new artist Grammy nominations. Like they've been at it for a minute, everybody. So <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Um, but Angel, uh, Chef Angel is with Anju um, in DC, which is just, I mean, it's just so freaking good. <laughs> it's uh, where the original Mandu spot was. Um, now it's Anju, part of the uh, Fried Rice Collective, the same company that has Chico and, and uh, Mandu. But uh, Chef Angel's work is just so good. And he brings like all of these incredible spices from all over the world, mostly in the Far East. And he just is just spectacular. Everything he makes is is wonderful. That's very cool. Congratulations. Yeah. And uh, good luck getting a spot at, at Anju because a minute before the pandemic, it was named Best New Restaurant. And then it closed and then it was doing takeout. And now you can get back in there. Uh, by the way, their brunch is amazing. They're like big old chicken sandwich. It's too spicy for my taste, but my husband is like all about it. You need to, you need to get yourself in on that. That's quite the endorsement there. They do such good stuff at Anjou. You can check that out. And then uh, Chef Paula Velez has been at um, Maidan and Compass Rose and uh, La Bodega. And now she's, I'm not really sure what she's up to right now, but she's doing some incredible stuff on the internet. She's baking like crazy and she just makes these pastries and these baked goods that are vibrant in color and absolutely beautiful. And you like want to lick your Instagram screen whenever she is, uh, is on making these like baking with uh, Paula videos. They're awesome. So she and angel deserve every single um, accolade and recommendation. And part of the work that uh, chef Paula Velez was doing was bakers against racism. She was one of the founding members of that last year. And at the Rammy awards, the restaurant awards last year, Kelly, you chatted with her about this. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's incredible. By the way, this organization that she founded now has raised over $2 million. Unbelievable. And it's something she continues to be passionate about. This interview is from last year, but she's still very active in it. Bakers Against Racism um, was formed with Chef Willa and Chef Rob of Oyster Oyster, who is still in D.C. here. And um, we just wanted to make sure that we were doing everything as an industry, as a community, to give back to the black community, black communities that represent me, that represent everything that we uh, hold dear in the service industry. We wanted to weaponize our food for good. Usually we celebrate with cake, but this time we were baking to fight for social justice. Jeff Palavalez. Yeah, and you know, the food and wine article went on to say that 
like best chef and, 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 and all the best awards. It's, it, it's not just about the food anymore. It's about how they're being responsive in their communities. Um, and that's sort of a, a new standard. Um, and those two setting the bar very high for that. So congratulations. Love to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yesterday, Tommy, I got a press release in my inbox that I just was like, wait, what? <laughs> I had to read it like a couple times. Um, bull riding is coming to Fairfax. It's coming to Eagle Banker Arena later in the month. Oh, okay. Event. But this is the opening line. After welcoming the league for enthralling world championship race defining events in 2018, PBR, which stands for Professional Bull Riders. Oh, I thought Pabst Blue Ribbon. <laughs> I know. That's what I first read. I was like, what's a PBR? Um, we'll buck back into Fairfax in 2021. <laughs> Giddy up. Yeah. Anyway, Wait, so this is on. a PBR, big deal. Truly PBR stands for Professional Bull Riding. Yes. And there's a whole website, PBR.com, that has like all you need to know. Tickets are on sale now. They're actually relatively reasonable. They're about 15 bucks. And on Saturday night, which is the first night, you'll see 45 riders attempting to ride one bull in round one and then it goes down to round two and you know so on through through the weekend it just sounds like kind of like huh, i never thought i would see that in fairfax virginia yeah i mean i feel like there probably was decades and decades ago bull riding and then you know when tyson stopped being a farm then <laughs> right. fairfax also stopped having bull riding huh. yes so that's that's happening. Um, did not know. I've always wanted to see something like that. So it's on the to do list. I'm 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 curious. I'm bull riding curious. <laughs> it's worth you should check it out. Um, so from my upbringing in Scranton and my start in country radio, I'm very familiar with the PBR tour. <laughs> but until this moment in September 10th, 2021, I literally thought it was sponsored by the beer company, like <laughs> like like Audi Field or like you know. City Open Tennis Tournament. I thought PBR bull, PBR bull riding was a, was like brought to you by the beer. Yeah. So thanks for that, Kelly. Yeah. If I haven't read the press release in <laughs> twenty years. Yeah. So I went down that link. I will put a link up in the show notes so you can also learn about uh, PBR. Look at that. And can we put a link to the to the other PBR as well, just in case anybody wants a beer. <laughs> sure. Thanks, Little Fox. Can you please find that link? Appreciate you, our tech producer, Little Fox, always playing catch up behind the scenes. Um, we can talk about the changes to Twitter in just a minute, but let's celebrate with a little ice, ice, Ovi. Bam, 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 bam. Ice, ice, Ovi. Yeah, super excited about this. So, uh, I, you know, I, I know enough about hockey to be dangerous. Um, a lot of the veteran players are hitting the ice well before uh, training camp starts, which I believe is September 22nd. And we, Oshi and Eller and uh, Hathaway have all been hitting the ice, but it's not really a thing until Ovechkin hits it. And sure. yesterday he did. He was on the ice. Uh, the the Caps posted up on their Twitter him with a big old smile. And of course, this is like a couple things happening here, right? Like the the season doesn't start, you know, at home. Like the real games don't start until like October thirteenth against the Rangers. But by the way, but this is a big season for Ovi. So. A little reminder on his stats. He has 730 goals. He's 164 behind ring Wayne Gretzky, of course, who has the all-time lead. But it, Ovi's first goal of the year, which will hopefully happen in October, will put him in fifth place in wow. all-time. Right? Like, so this is we're gonna be like watching this because like every time he gets a goal, he's gonna kind of like kind of sneak higher up. Yeah. 
And um, it's just, it's exciting to see him on. And, and also since we're both wearing Nats hats today, Tommy, I don't know, we, we like coordinated. We're not going to get much baseball in October from our boys. The we're going to get no baseball yeah. in October from our boys. So we can get excited about this other team. And of course, the Washington football team is also going to be in full gear. So I'm, I'm into just, it. And these are just like shiny objects just to distract you from totally. the rebuild year that we're experiencing as Nats fans. The Wizards, the Mystics just hit me with all <laughs> yes, of it. Totally. We're just as. Yeah. It's, oof, oof. <laughs> so he's 164 goals away. He's currently in sixth place. I guess. And then he'll be in fifth place when he beats Marcel Dion. Mm -hmm. um, wow. I know. That's awesome. That's a fun thing to just keep track of and count. Like he oh, probably, yeah. it would be tough to do 164 goals yeah, in a season. He's, no, he's not going to do that. But he could do 80, right? I think we're looking maybe at 30 or 40. Oh, okay. I think we're going to just chip away at it a little bit. Okay. But he just signed like a multi-year deal. So he'll be yeah. around for a bit. Hopefully. Okay. I, like I mean, this. I, you know, I just, you never know with injuries and things hey, like that. Hey, I, I, know, hey, I, know, hey, I know, I know, hey, I know, hey, I know, hey, I know, hey. I know, I <laughs> know, but he's a tough boy. Totally. Totally. I think we should, when we play crappy teams that are absolutely worse than us, the, the game plan should just be give the puck to Ovi. <laughs> okay. Let's run up the score. Let's have some like nine, 10 goal games and let's just, just do it. Oh, Ovi's become such a good team player. And, and of course the captain of the team and the leader of the heart of the team. So totally. But you've watched season two of Ted Lasso, sometimes the guy has just got to score the goals. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying he's like, uh, the, I'm not going to get into it. But uh, I'm, Ted I'm, Lasso I'm not, is not reality. I know, but I'm not everything. saying that, that that Ovi's like the guy who has to score the goals sometimes because those are different people than the Ted Lasso season two. And I'm not giving away too many details because we're still within the window that maybe you haven't started it yet. Um, but I'm just saying sometimes you got to give the start of the, the puck. Okay. Is all. Okay. Just saying. Teamwork makes the dream work, everybody. So um, if you thought Twitter couldn't get annoying enough, which I don't even know why we go there every day. We just keep on doing it. And by we, I mean me. They're now talking about having emoji reactions to different tweets versus just the retweet and the like. I like it. It makes it a yeah. little bit more dynamic. I, I got to tell you, most of the people that I know on Twitter, like you and I are, you're very active on Twitter. I am mildly active. Um, most of the people that I know on Twitter like my, a lot of my mom friends don't ever tweet, but they go on Twitter every single day. They yes. go to get their information. They, they're not there mm -hmm. to spew or spout anything. They have their profile and then they move on. So I like that you are able to kind of have that other type of interaction with, with a tweet. Yeah, they're talking about testing clapping hands and thinking face and crying face and tears of joy. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. They should have like a you're an effing lunatic one you can click. <laughs> let it be known. Oh, really? Just yeah. to make it like people more upset? Totally. Totally. Like, I'm just here to tell you you're an idiot. I don't know how you make that an emoji, but a poop emoji. We could have those as well. Well, you could just do that in a comment, Tommy. That's true. I have been very much using the mute feature. When you go into the trending topics, you can be like, this is not interesting to me. <laughs> and it's amazing although i think twitter d does the opposite of that and they're like oh this is interesting to you great this is all we're going to show you to make you angry <laughs> i think is i think it's a really just like a trojan horse situation but um i'm 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 trying to 
trying to prune the rose bush, as it were. Hey, Tommy, I've been telling you for years, you got to organize Twitter into groups so you only see what you really want to see. I know, I know, because it is a steaming cesspool. <laughs> it can be. If you just go in there blindly, yes, uh, it's it's a scary place. I, I do go in there to like look at like what's, because we use it for work to be like, what's happening? Like, what are the peeps talking about today? And you're like, whoa, okay, maybe we'll do this tomorrow. Oh, nothing changes. <laughs> it's not going to be any better tomorrow, Tommy. Some days it's less angry than others. Y yes. And Jetta makes a good point in the comments. There's still no edit button. It, it, Jetta, I hear you. And that's the worst because do when you do like a little typo mm -hmm. and you want to just fix it, you have to delete the tweet and then you already have a conversation going with people about it. But then like you, you got a typo, do you acknowledge the typo, you just let it happen. I mean, <laughs> it makes me so angry because I sound so literate on Twitter. And I think it's mostly because my autocorrect screws me. I don't think I'm actually oh, that functionally stupid oh, when it comes to typing, okay. but it oh, happens the, all the time. The auto, the good old auto typing yeah. excuse. Okay. But I, I do like though that you don't have an edit feature because sometimes the tweets are like the receipts for more important people than you and I. And so it is nice to be like, oh, there was this tweet this time. You don't actually mean that. <laughs> so I feel like that is good. So people can't like, change your opinion on topics and I'm getting close to the line here, Kelly, but I won't go there. So they wouldn't like go back and edit their tweets later. Oh, okay. Or their statements while they're campaigning. Precisely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Exactly. All exactly. Right. So I feel like that would be different if you could edit the tweets, especially if you had like a team who were just editing your tweets, going back and fixing them. Yeah. But and you could have like on Facebook and I think LinkedIn has it too. If you edit it, it says edited. Oh yeah. I like that. And you should be able to go back and see the past ones. Mm -hmm. so be like, oh, you are actually pro dog and anti cat, but you've changed that decision since then, haven't you? Now you're all pro cat and anti dog. <laughs> What's wrong with you, you monster? Uh, um, if we're putting things in the suggestion box, I would also add on Instagram. I wish you could edit your photos that you put in your feed because sometimes when you have teenagers and they don't like the photos that you post of them, let's say for their first day back to school, <laughs> and they see it on Twitter and they're like, no, why didn't you ask me to post that? Um, you know, and I went to go try to edit it i'm like oh I, if i take it down and i've taken everything down and i was having a nice conversation with some of my friends on instagram about their photos anyway i'm just saying that <laughs> hypothetically also, speaking that would be also a helpful feature did you have to take your photo down no I'm just, i am a grown a woman i'm not gonna have some 15 year old tell me to take my post down okay hey listen i'm just you never know you never know good for you kelly way to stand strong against the gen zers right and how many photos does she put on me on TikTok and rants her snap thing and whatever <laughs> while I'm driving. I mean, no. And those are the ones you know about. Right. Right. <laughs> the snap finger whatever <laughs> you talked about. That's the one you got to worry about. If you have a teenager, you know, and they take that photo and they stick their tongue out and they're like, I'm here. I Y K Y K. Oh, plenty of past shows you can check out all about Kelly's parenting journey in the uh, feed. You've got hundreds and hundreds of episodes. It's literally would be weeks of content, which I don't know what else you're doing with your life, but give that a shot. Yeah, for sure. And if my daughter or son heard any of those things, they would be probably be mortified. That's why they don't listen to them. But we hope you listen to them. <laughs> yeah. And give us five stars, even if you believe we don't deserve it. <laughs> yeah, please do. We'll see you next time.